0: Welcome to Ancient's Tea Time, the show where we discuss the wonderfully different aspects
1: of mental health. I'm Ellie. And I'm Gulli. This week we're going to be discussing the mental health crisis in university students and hopefully share some tips and insights which can help those of us going to or already in university or a similar situation.
0: Right, and when we say mental health crisis in university students, we aren't just being hyperbolic. A lot of research suggests that in 2016, over 15,000 first-year students in UK universities reported that they had a mental health problem, compared to approximately 3,000 in 2006. Could that just be due to the increased awareness of mental health problems? Uh, That's a really good point, and kind of... There is definitely a lot more awareness of mental health, so those of us with mental health difficulties might have an easier time finding language and labels to describe our experiences, but I don't think that's the whole story. Uh, there is some data to suggest that there is a 210% increase in university students dropping out due to mental health problems, from around 10% of the people dropping out in 2010 to 156 dropping out in 2014. So there's definitely something going on just besides that people are talking more about it. But do you see
1: this kind of statistics and numbers reflected in your peers, Ellie? Yeah, I have some older friends who went to university beforehand, and most of them just sort of like powered through but like in my year uh I actually have a few people who did actually drop out for a variety of reasons Uh, but you can see that mental health is definitely increasing in university students and you could definitely tell that there are many reasons why that's happening as well
0: yeah definitely but like do you see any trends in terms of what course they do like when you talk about your pairs are you kind
1: of relating to like one course or is it kind of across the board in a way? I see it completely across the board. You can see it in many students. Like If you work in the students' union at several universities, you can see that there are higher reports and you need more social support of everything. But personally, a lot of the friends who I knew who dropped out were computer science students. And it is a course that demands a lot of work and knowledge, especially considering you're working on computers, but you have to remember a load of things off the top of your head, which can be very difficult for people.
0: Yeah, i definitely seen the same thing, and I honestly seen it a bit more across the board. And I guess it do depend on who will actually talk about it and in what way you can see it. I think, like, you and I, for example, we're both psychology students, uh, so it's not... I mean, it be expected that when we talk to our peers about difficulty we experience, we do have more of a language to talk about it, because we're able to more recognise symptoms for what they are. But if you just kind of talk to other people about stress and being really tired and being really, really panicked and even having panic attacks, it's very, very common, more so than I think most people would even expect that just like the kind of conversational topic of just like almost dysfunctional university stress, it's very very common.
1: It's something that everyone would experience anyway. A lot of people will say, oh I'm feeling anxiety about this, or I'm feeling stress. So when university students say, oh I'm feeling this way, everyone's like, oh yeah, but that's life, that's what happens when you grow up. But when you're in university, there are so many variables when you're there that will affect your mental health that you can't blame them for feeling this way yeah exactly and
0: I would love to do more of a deep dive on this later Uh, but it's almost like a a negative of the of mental health awareness like it's wonderful that we are now more aware of mental health mental health problems especially depression anxiety uh, etc but in some way it can kind of be hard to get your point across because if you are genuinely struggling with something that is really, really affecting your life to a very dysfunctional degree, it's and you can try to share this with your peers, it's very easy to kind of get the, oh, yeah, I'm stressed too. And they will genuinely mean it. And it's very hard to kind of sort out what is just, you know, it's university, it's life. It's, of course, going to be difficult. And what is actually a problem and how are you able to kind of distinguish? right? Because I found that personally that it's very hard to compare how I'm doing to like any kind of baseline yeah. Uh, because it's very, I'm assuming that maybe other parts of your life that like oh you kind of have some kind of consensus to measure yourself to in terms of where you are with your work, how you're feeling how your day is looking and if you kind of deviate too much from that you're like oh maybe something is up However, like, if you speak to any student, like, our lives look completely different, people have so many different things going on, that it's just very hard to see, well, what is actually a legitimate problem and what is just part of university.
1: Yeah, know, it's, it's a very complex issue considering how stressful being in higher education is in the first place, because of uh, something that we wanted to discuss at some point was the academic pressure and the complete jump, which means that that can have a, an effect on mental health But that just affects a person overall anyway. So, because of. There's a gradual uh, difficulty change in every academic anyway. Oh, yeah. So you can go from infant school to junior school to secondary school and then there's that small jump for college where you have to make your own choices because there's this curriculum you follow and this is when you start making these choices. But then there's that huge jump to university because you're expected to do so much more and not everyone is doing it. So this is something that you have chosen as an option for your life instead of doing something else, so you're expecting it to just be one easy flow like all the rest has, but it's such a massive jump that can have such an impact and stress and surprise for people.
0: Yeah, definitely, and yeah, university is definitely harder to do academically, But also not only is it difficult, but the same way it was in sixth form where, well, it's difficult, but we gotta do it. Now you have the additional doubt of, well, is this even what I wanna do? Maybe I'm not even good at this. Maybe I should be doing other things because we're still very early on in our life, most of us. And then how do you decide if like, oh, is this generally just like the course being difficult or it's just this not the right thing for me that I make the wrong choice. But overall, I think there's you have some universal stresses for university students, or for most of us, anyways, in terms of their uh, financial stress of student debt. Like there's so much research, like through like all the walks of life, how financial stress can be really, really detrimental to your mental health. I mean, it's very intuitive too, right? Like if you constantly have to worry about money bills, allocation, like how you do with everything of course that's not good for you
1: Mm. Uh, see it's different in so many ways when it comes to financial stress as well because of yeah you can get the maintenance loan from the government, which is money that you get to help yourself through university. And sometimes that's just not enough for everyone because of, they don't take into consideration that, yeah, you have to pay your student accommodation rent. You also have to pay for your books, but you also have to pay to sustain your mental health in a way because mm. you can't just focus on your education. You have to focus on I need to go outside sometimes. I need to be able to relax. I need a certain amount of food to get me through the day but you don't know how long that money is going to last, especially as a first year student. You have the basics to pay like your rent and you create this budget based off little information. So you don't know if it'll actually work because you don't know what you'll buy, what you'll eat, how much you'll travel to university. Oh yeah, definitely. I like
0: grossly miscalculated things when I first came. I did try my best making a budget and some things cost way less than I thought it would be and other things cost way more. And it's just like a very hard thing to get used to because yeah, We all are used to somewhat managing our money, but it's just like a completely like different degree of having to navigate everything. And I really like what you said about like maintaining your mental health, because yeah, you need to eat, you need to be social, but to... Sometimes do that. It does cost more money. Like, you have the kind of joke and stereotype of, haha, students living on noodles. That's not good for you at all. Again, like, nutrition is directly re- related to your mental health. And in terms of socializing with friends, I mean, we're lucky in a university you might have more society events and things you can go to for free, but just meeting up with a friend and getting coffee, well, That's three pounds, if not more, every time. And it gets very, very difficult to navigate, especially when you're not expecting it.
1: Yeah, especially considering like you're in a whole new social situation for yourself and some people don't end up going to universities with their friends that they previously went to school with. So you're thrown into this entirely new social group and you almost want to make this great first impression and you don't want to be that person who keeps saying no all the time. So you end up spending quite a lot of money on just going outside and doing things. And if you're an international student like yourself or if you moved across the country like I did... Uh, you want to go out and experience the new city that you're in as well. Oh, definitely. So you just want to see everything, but that also costs money. So that money that you get for rent and utilities and food, isn't, it doesn't quite stretch enough and you get more stressed of, oh, I want to go outside because if I want to be happy, but oh, wait, I don't have a lot of money in my bank account. And that is also like a common student problem joke yeah. of just, there's nothing in my bank account. I have four pounds. I'm in my overdrafts. I yeah, have.
0: yeah. And I think that touches on the more transitional aspect of universities, because financial stress in itself is horrible for you, but this tying into the transition that most of us, even if you live in the same city and end up going to university for ahead of time, it's still a transition. And for the, the both of us who moved from very far away, it's just a transitional part. We're just like, okay, it's a new space, it's a new city, but just like, as you were saying, a new social situation, different customs, different everything. And just navigating that and going from um, most of us living with um, a pretty like, okay family who kind of took care of you and kind of made sure you ate once in a while and that you didn't. Like, you know, you, you ate some healthy foods, you someone got some sleep, you're kind of, quote unquote, forced to socialize with someone every day because you see your family. And then going to the situation where you're completely control- in control of yourself, you might not have a lot of friends. We knew no one when we came up here. Uh, You have to deal with your budget. You need to manage everything. Like, that's a that's a really stressful transition it's an exciting one it was for me but
1: like it's very very stressful it's especially difficult considering your phone from being completely dependent on the people around you because you have like the spiderweb of people around you that yeah. you can depend on so when you're in university even if you have come from the same place you still have this degree of independence you have to get used to and for most people it's terrifying yeah because there's so many aspects of your life that you have to take care of now you're no longer your parents' baby yeah so you've got to feed yourself, you've got to figure out how expensive stuff is, like the biggest surprise for me is how expensive cheese was, (laughs) that was insane, but with like independence you've got to make new friends, which for some people is extremely difficult and you have to get yourself into social situations that you hadn't been before, like we talked previously about the societies it's a great way of meeting new people but obviously there are still cliques and stuff that you don't expect to be you think that everything is going to be so different but the same, it's a very complex situation that you're thrown in at a potentially very young age. Oh yeah, definitely. And I think that kind of touches on well, In terms of living with the
0: family before university, I think a lot of people living together with their family do a lot more self-care and positive things for their mental health without realizing it because self-care is kind of a word that's getting thrown around a lot now and it's becoming a bit trendy and being very conscious of like oh taking a day off taking care of yourself which is wonderful but self-care to me at least is very like oh just being responsible for yourself being your own parent in a way Uh, and I also think the kind of increased mental health difficulties can just come from that people just do less self-care like say if you live at home with your You know, supportive family maybe, and you might have some tendencies towards any kind of mental health problem. A very supportive family can definitely keep that in check, not like very actively, but just like, oh, you have your social group, you interact with your family. Your family has some shared meals. You eat somewhat um, healthily. Uh, you somewhat have to keep a sleep schedule because you can't be waking the entire family up. And even if you don't realize it, that's all really good things to do for your mental health. And then, as you were saying, with this newfound independence and responsibility, you might not be, maybe not prioritize it yeah. as much as you really should because you haven't known anything else and suddenly you're making these almost horrible decisions for your mental health but you're just not aware about how detrimental they are for me uh, personally my first day i was like well i don't need that much sleep like i i I don't i'm not like waking up anyone i can just do whatever i want if i want to stay up super late to do whatever i just can but, turns out, a dramatic lack of sleep is very bad for you. Yeah. <laughs>
1: who knew? <laughs> it's also difficult to keep track of yourself in in certain ways because of you don't really see yourself changing in such a dramatic way. Like, your mm. mental health could change and you would have no idea. So now you're not surrounded by those people who are around you 24-7 that... Yeah, you have these new friends, but they don't know how much you've changed between that short period of time. So you're right when you have these family members around you that if you change and, and have a dip in something that they can be like, oh, hey, so what's going on? And you have that yeah. supportive background around you. in university, they do try. Like, we go to Northumbria University, and you can see posters everywhere that they try and support you in many different ways. But it's very difficult to actively get into that situation where you're like, yeah, I do need help. But it's normally a massive thing that will happen where you're like, oh, yeah, my mental health has taken a staggering turn. Yeah. But... It takes a while for you to realise that and sometimes it can be too late for you to realise and it's a difficult situation to be in, especially if you've moved across the country and you're feeling alone about it.
0: Oh yeah, definitely. And that kind of touches on the loneliness aspect of it because what we're talking about now is more relevant to first year or foundation year students, like the original transition from safe at home for most of us to a new situation. Everything is new and scary, you need to figure it out because obviously that in itself is terrifying to a certain extent but again like this, this mental health crisis isn't just in first-year students yeah. right it's, it's not just first-year students who don't recover and then whatever like this oh like these problems are throughout university and especially loneliness uh, there was some data recently that found through a survey that one out of six university students felt that they didn't really have a true friend like, university, and not only is loneliness obviously horrible for you, but I would assume it's even more so because university is kind of known for being, like, oh, like, the most social part of your life. It's so easy to make friends. Everyone is socializing. There's always something that you can do. And then, like, still so many of us sit there, not really feeling we're fitting in, don't really feel yeah. like we have friends. And then, of course, you have social media and just the stereotypes of university where... Oh, like, everyone have these big friend groups, everyone's going to parties all the time, everyone are involved with these different things, and that's very difficult. I think, like, I definitely struggled with that when I first came to Newcastle, but again, I didn't I didn't know anyone in the entire yeah. country. And sitting there, it'd be like, I'm completely alone. What do you do with that? And I mean, I think both of us were quite lucky eventually. Like, we did not end up making a lot of good friends. Yeah. But
1: it's very daunting, isn't it? you made a really good point about the stereotypes of university so so many people tell you so many different things like oh it's nothing like school, it's completely different the education way is different and then you go there and you have these expectations and when they're not met it's almost disappointing even though it's a perfect situation to be in and it could be perfect your course could still be amazing Mm. you have these expectations and stereotypes of university that when you get there and you don't get these expectations and you are feeling alone, you're expecting oh, all of these people around you are doing the same course as you, therefore it'll be a way of you to relate to them so you're able to gain friendships that way but it's not always that easy so feeling alone at university can be very easy almost because of you have these expectations of like, we have societies, oh I like gaming you like gaming, but it's also about personalities as well, so it's very common for people to feel lonely in university Yeah, because then you realise that well, making friends is really
0: difficult from scratch, um, because uh, at least for me back home, like, well, you, you make friends, but a lot of the friends you make are, oh, you become friends with your friends' friends. Yeah. And just kind of, the web kind of spreads from there. Whilst well, here you are. No, like, you just need to interact with strangers and hopefully you have a good kind of chemistry and then I guess we're friends now <laughs> and yeah. it works out. But again, that's like, if you already struggle socially, because socially, I'm lucky I'm quite an extroverted person, which really helped me out coming to university. But even if you're very Introverted, as uh, I know you're a bit more (laughs) leaning towards, like that's such a challenge because you really, really need to put yourself out there in
1: a way that you probably haven't done before. Exactly, it can be difficult, and throwing yourself in that situation can be so stressful, especially if it doesn't work out because it won't work out with everyone. Yeah. It's not going to be like the first person you walk up to university say, hey I'm new and they go, oh I'm new too, hey you want to be friends with everyone? Yeah, sure. <laughs> that, is, that is not always how it will work. So in university you're put in more of a position where you have to keep trying in every aspect education wise. You may not get the best score in your first assessment but you can't just be like, okay, I can't do this course anymore. Yeah, and you trying. And it's the same with friendships. You can't just be like, oh no, this one friendship didn't work so none of them are going to work so you're put in so many positions where you have to keep trying and if you already came to university with a mild mental health difficulty then it just f- almost fuels it and makes it so much worse.
0: I completely agree and I think university have some very unique pitfalls uh, just a kind of touching on the topic of um, alcohol and drug use for example Uh, It's not that alcohol and drugs are very specific to university but for a lot of us it's often the first time we kind of have the complete freedom to engage with them however we want.
1: Yeah because university is that first milestone you get to tell you that you are an adult and it's also your first milestone of being that independent person where you've made this decision this is your type of thing to do. So it's you're experimenting with university in the first place because obviously it's not something that everybody does. You either get a job, go to university, or do something else. Yeah. So it's almost that push to experiment in other ways. You're an adult now. You get to make these choices. So alcohol and drugs becomes sort of like a norm in a situation like this, which is kind of odd. It is quite odd. But I remember, the, uh, especially my first year, like, oh,
0: "I could just do that now. I have the option to." And just knowing I have the full option to was like, I want to do this now, even though, like, before university I've never been much of a drinker and I really haven't engaged with any kind of drugs because I, I'm not the person to do that but seeing the kind of new social setting and again, as we were mentioning, the kind of, like, expectations of university, it's like, yeah. oh, time to party, like, it's, yeah, you have to do this now, or not even have to, but, like, you have this free access to it and again, like, I don't mean to demonise alcohol or drug use by any means obviously people have a very different relationship to it but it's definitely a skill you need to learn, like, how much is good for you or others and how Should you navigate that? Because we all have different family histories and different personalities and different circumstances. And even though, like, a lot of us maybe have experience with alcohol or even drugs before, it's the first time with such, again,
1: independent and free exposure to it. Yeah, we talked earlier about the stereotypes of university. And one of the largest stereotypes is that university is almost like party culture. Yeah. You're all being thrown into this independence. So you're like, we can do whatever we want. So we sort of get in this habit people drink to either, like, calm down, sort of a relax after a session and there are so many bars around university anyway. Like uh, in Northumbria we have a beer which is a bar that we have literally inside the university so there is that stereotype of party culture in university
0: yeah because that again it messes with your baseline or to compare yourself to because if you want to drink at 3 p.m basically every day there's people you can do that with it's very common to almost go out every single day and it's therefore very hard to pick up on when that becomes dysfunctional for you or even to see other people because it isn't uncommon to be drinking a lot and for a lot of us that's just oh it's just university you're having a good time you'll calm down eventually you know what you're doing or, but for some of us it can be very destructive but just really hard
1: to pick up on. Yeah, there's also been, like, a lot of scientific studies to do with alcohol and mental health in the first place, and it has been proven to affect it negatively. Oh, yeah, definitely. Especially when um, alcohol initially highlights your underlying thoughts and processes anyway. So if you're feeling sad before you get drunk, it escalates it significantly. So when you do wake up the next morning you are going to feel absolutely awful. And especially on the night out, you may do something silly because you're in a really bad mood or you're upset and it exacerbates the emotions that you feel.
0: Yeah, and then again, it's it's not an either or thing. I mean, there's a lot of us who choose just not to. drink or engage with alcohol which is a very very fair choice but then again then you might feel a bit hindered because a lot of the social situations do include alcohol Uh, and you don't want to be drinking every day probably but you need to find this really weird balance just from trial and error unfortunately those errors can be very detrimental to
1: your mental well-being Oh yeah, and that's why it's so important to look for support and be mindful of your own well-being. Oh yeah, definitely.
0: And keep in mind that most universities, especially now, do provide a ton of services to support the students because they're they, if anyone, I'm really aware that like students do experience a lot of mental health difficulties. I know like our university, for example, and this is very common, do offer some kind of uh, counselling services. I know ours also do uh, mental wellbeing workshops in terms of social skills and how to handle stress uh, and anxiety. And I think most universities do have a lot more to offer and to support you with than you think, just in, ca- in terms of just knowing letting your lecturer know what's up how you're doing you can get extensions and just be more vocal than you think you should because again like it's very common with these mental health problems so the universities and the staff you're in touch with have seen it before you're not the first person to need an extension after something happened you're probably the 500th your lecturer has seen and I think that's very important to be mindful of.
1: Yeah and you also have to bear in mind that if you don't want to talk to your university you can go to your doctor or GP if you're worried and they can refer you to so many different places around where you live because there is help everywhere if you don't feel like that you can talk about it with your friends and family you can go to the doctors and get it sorted either way you can either get some sort of therapy you can get medication or anything. There are also ways you can help yourself, like you may feel like a day in is a day wasted, but you need that cool-down time just because you've spent a day in bed. It isn't wasted because it's a way of helping yourself. Yeah, and I think it's very important to touch on that when we speak about this kind
0: of support um, and tips to manage your well-being better. A lot of them, you have to be very proactive about them they're very active and that can be incredibly difficult when you're already ha- going through a rough time but just sending an email or walking to someone's office or being vulnerable at a time where you're already going through so much can be very very difficult because a lot of these things uh, except for what you just mentioned is very you have to go out of your way to do it you have yeah. to have the energy you need to have the confidence and the kind of extra motivation to do it which is often the source of the problem you're having like you don't have any motivation you don't have any energy so I think uh, it is incredibly important to reach out just to your friends or family or lecturers or anyone definitely but I think that shouldn't be the only advice that's given out because that's not always viable for everyone but but I think that we kind of have talked about a bit in the past the kind of consciousness of your own well-being in your own life is very important
1: yeah but you also have to think about when we mean proactive it could be from anything of just going outside and going out and getting food to literally just doing a bit of work yeah yeah just because of it's a small thing to someone else it doesn't mean it has to be a small thing to you
0: Oh, that's very very true and just uh kind of i know self-care is thrown around a lot but there's definitely a lot of good things about trying to be more mindful and responsible uh if how you eat you don't e- eat enough or maybe not getting the right nutrition you need that can be a good starting point like well Okay, I I don't feel the best after eating these kind of things. Maybe I'll try to eat a bit more vegetables. So, oh, I do feel really bad after a long night of drinking. Maybe I'll try to do that less. Uh, you can be more conscious of your relationships what people make me feel good and happy and energetic and what people seem to just really stress me out and w- and how do I work the best, how do I manage uni work the most efficiently so there's definitely a lot of tips and small things like that you can do but I think the key to all of it is definitely the uh, consciousness about because again a lot of these tips uh, might not work for everyone because people are different, some people feel uh, better after just you know maybe a good distraction going out with some friends forgetting about your problems for a little bit to get a break whilst for other people it can be very stressful and you end up having a terrible time and just kind of learning about how you work the best in the way and what's uh, good and beneficial for you and also how that can change depending on circumstances
1: oh yeah definitely i completely agree but that will be our time up today this has been ellie and golly and this has been anxious tea time with anxious minds